Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Today is an Easter unlike any other in the history of Christianity. Never before have churches across the world closed their doors on this day. Never before, and I hope never again, have the faithful not gathered on Easter morning to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord. If you had told me that this day would come, I would not have believed it. If you had said that pews and parking lots of churches in every nation would be empty on this day, I would not have thought it possible. Yet here we are, or rather, here we aren't. On the most joyous day of the Christian year, the day of Jesus' triumph over death, we are sheltering in place in our homes in an effort to avoid death. What a strange Easter this is. But have you considered that this has happened once before? In the long history of Christ's church on earth, there was one other Easter such as this. One other time in which fear drove the faithful into hiding. One other Easter where the gathering place of believers was empty on Sunday morning. It was the first Easter, the glorious day of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. And where were the faithful? They were sheltering in their homes. Judas was dead Peter, having denied Jesus, was weeping bitterly. The other disciples were scattered, overcome by sorrow and fear. If you had told the disciples a week earlier on Palm Sunday that this day would come, they would not have believed it. If you had said that by week's end the worshiping throng of joyful followers would have vanished, that the faithful twelve would be deserters or worse, and that Jesus himself would be dead and buried, it would have seemed impossible. Yet there they were. As the sun rose, nothing about that morning appeared hopeful or joyous, None of the disciples had a plan. None of them saw a way forward. Only some of the women thought to do anything at all, and that was to go anoint the dead body of Jesus. But even this effort was hopeless from the start. They knew that the tomb would be sealed shut, and they could never move the stone. Yet they went anyway, acting solely out of irrational grief. Of all the followers of Jesus, these women are the best example, and yet what a sorry example they are. They did not yet even believe in the resurrection, even though Jesus had told them it would happen. They went out to find a dead body. What a sad Easter morning this was if we look to the state of the church on earth. 
Now, here's something you may never have considered about the accounts of the resurrection in the Gospels. They are all told from the perspectives of the women or the disciples. We read of Mary weeping, of Peter and John running to the tomb, of Thomas doubting. But there is something important missing from every account. Nowhere in the Gospels is the resurrection event itself actually recorded. No one saw it. No one was there. No one witnessed the moment that Jesus rose from the dead. The gospel accounts tell us what happened after the resurrection. The women found the tomb empty. The angels said, he has risen. He is no longer here. St. Matthew tells us that the angel descended from heaven and rolled back the stone. But all these things happened after the resurrection. The angel didn't roll the stone away to let Jesus out. Certainly Jesus, the creator of all, does not need a created angel to help him rise from the dead. The angel opened the tomb to let the women in. What great comfort this is for us today on what appears to be a sorry Easter. We don't make Easter. Our Lord does. Whether there are witnesses or not, whether there is a crowd full of believers or a scattering of doubters, Even though all the hosts of hell be arrayed against him, Jesus rises from the dead on Easter morning. The sealed tomb could not keep him in. Hell could not contain him. Death itself could not hold him. Though all forsook him, betrayed him, denied him, though all doubted and lost their faith, Jesus alone was faithful unto death. He drank our bitter cup. He fought our fight. He died, he conquered, and he rose. Whenever we encounter death, it is always accompanied by feelings of regret. We think, if only I had done this, if only I had said this, If I had had less fear, stronger faith, less doubt. If only I had been there. This is perhaps the most difficult part of what our nation is currently facing with the coronavirus. We can't be there with our loved ones at the end. I know this hurts me as a pastor. My place is supposed to be with my people in their final hours. So imagine Peter's guilt on Easter morning. Where was his place as Jesus's lieutenant, as his top disciple? Peter, were you there when they crucified the Lord? No, I wasn't. I was afraid. I ran and hid. I forsook him. 
I denied him. I am not worthy to be numbered among his disciples. But the angel says to the women, Go tell his disciples, including Peter, that he goes before you just as he said. Here is the message of Christ to the doubting, the fearful, the scattered members of his broken church on earth. Go tell my disciples I am risen and I go before them just as I said. The grave could not contain me and it has no power over you. I go before you the first to be raised from the dead. I am the way, and all who believe my words and follow me will enter into eternal life. No matter how dark and gloomy this Easter morning may appear, our Lord goes before us, leading the way out of the tomb, passing from death into life. It doesn't matter how things seem. It doesn't matter that we are even now sheltering in our homes, unable to gather in our Lord's house. It doesn't matter that your heart is beset by doubts, plagued by fears, burdened with guilt. If all the forces of hell could not keep our Lord bound, do you think a coronavirus will cancel the resurrection? They say only two things in life are certain, death and taxes. Well, this year, as you know, the government postponed taxes. They aren't canceled, of course. You still have to pay them, just not on Wednesday. But that is something that no one living expected to ever see. But guess what? That's nothing. This is the day that Jesus canceled death. He canceled it for you. He canceled it for Alice Dubrucki. He canceled it for every believer. They can shut down our schools and our jobs. They can close the beaches and restaurants. They can cancel every part of our normal lives. But no one can cancel the resurrection of our Lord. No president, no government, no virus. Fear and doubt can't cancel Easter. On this joyous day, Jesus is the only one who does the canceling. And no power on earth can stop him. He cancels your guilt He cancels your sin. He cancels death itself. Jesus goes before us, and where he goes, there we shall follow. We will follow our risen Lord through death and into eternal life, just as he told us. Alleluia! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.